0: the hell is this? What are you doing in my library? We were just- we were- it was, uh, reading, reading. We were just reading, just reading. Reading. What could you possibly read like that? Um... Books? Welcome to the Nerd Blitz Book Club! Pull up a seat and pull down your pants. Listen to us read and go on rants. Hey gang. Thanks for joining us this week for the Nerd Blitz Book Club. I'm Doom.
1: And I'm Fitz.
0: And we're back with our third episode on Shadows Over Baker Street. This week, we're talking, or this episode, we're talking about the weeping masks and art in the blood. Yeah! Really? Spoilers! That's my reaction. Hmm. These stories are by, let me get that pulled up real quick, uh, James Lauder did The Weeping Masks and Art in the Blood was by Brian Stableford, or Stableford. I don't know you, Brian, so I don't know how the fuck you say your name, dear Yeah, boy.
1: and so we come off of a week that was really good, right?
0: Uh, n- uh, no, a week that was fucking great.
1: Right. And, and now we have a week that's, well, it's weak.
0: <laughs> you didn't like either of them? Um,
1: I actually, I kind of, I kind of did like the first one a little bit, the one that you didn't like. Really? Yeah, and I didn't like the second one as much as I think you must have liked it.
0: Uh, clearly.
1: Which is weird for us to have the complete opposite reactions, but... Um, I mean, I wasn't like over the moon over weeping masks, but I was expecting it to be just absolute dog shit the way you were talking about it. And I was like, which might this have is... made
0: you like it more, actually. No, because, no, it might have because I've told you a few times, like, dude, this was fucking rough. So you go on with those low expectations. You're like, well, that wasn't bad.
1: Well, I mean, it wasn't. It was, it was not quite fluff or like inconsequential, but it wasn't super complicated story. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot there, but it was, um, I don't know, for some reason it kind of connected a little bit and it, it was kind of creepy to me.
0: See, my problem with it was that it was just so fucking dreadfully boring.
1: Hmm. See, I felt i felt that way about the second story.
0: Okay, wow. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one, huh?
1: I mean, I didn't think the second one was necessarily boring, boring, but it was, you know... it, it that one was all just like a recap of i mean it was a you know a retelling of events by one of the one of the people so that one felt actually you know what that one feels probably the most lovecraftian of all these stories okay but and i mean i didn't hate it i'm not saying i hated it i'm just like well that wasn't i mean that was okay but it was you know it was predictable
0: what i liked about art in the blood though is it reminded me of the um Sherlock canon, just instead of, like, Watson retelling it, the narration was omniscient. Because it's got those gaps of, like, well, Sherlock fucked off for a week and I was just left being like, oh, and then, true to his word, he came back a week later. Because it felt a lot like those classic Sherlock stories where, you know, Watson's sitting there being like, this motherfucker showed up at, you know, 221B and was like, some shit's going down, help me. And then, you know... It even had the long passages of the motherfucker being like, and then this happened, and then we went over here, and then we found this, and it happened.
1: That, yeah. And that's the part I thought was um, Lovecraftian, too, because his story is the, the main uh, protagonist. is usually the one that's narrating it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and retelling you something that's already happened. And, I mean, obviously it was kind of a Shadow over insmith type story.
0: Yeah. Which I still haven't read. That,
1: yeah, that's really it, that's a it's one of my favorite of his, and uh, it was uh, very much in that in that vein, if not directly referencing it.
0: Was that one of the Cthulhu stories?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it was like a it was an Old Gods uh, okay, yep. or an Old Ones story. I, Cthulhu wasn't in it.
0: Okay.
1: But it was the same type of deal, with fish people and whatnot.
0: Well, didn't one of the dudes straight up turn into a Cthulhu type?
1: At the well, end. Well, yeah, sort of. Like they did. They never. I mean, they didn't come right out and say that, but it was.
0: No, I thought he did because he said something about having like squid-like appendages hanging off his face when he jumped off that cliff.
1: Um. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think he turned it. He, yeah. Okay. Some sort of cephalopodish looking mm-hmm. thing, octopusy looking deal. <laughs> octopusy. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it made me think he, he looked like fucking uh, Davy Jones from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Wasn't that what fucking Cthulhu looks like?
1: I mean, sort of, but he's more of like a giant monster. He's not like a human size.
0: I always thought he looked like the fucking Chargar Gothicon. The what? The Chargar Gothicon.
1: The fuck is that?
0: You really need to watch Mystery Inc., dude. Oh. <laughs> That's the Cthulhu ripoff.
1: Oh, okay.
0: By H.P. Uh, hatecraft. Chargar Gothicon, the beast that hath no name.
1: Mmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: Anyway. But let's get back to Weeping Masks.
1: So, Weeping Masks is basically uh, Watson telling you what happened in Afghanistan that made his arm lame.
0: Yeah, which I again, his leg is what was fucked up, not his arm. Hmm. But again, what's fucked up about this is the timeline is all off. If You look at the contents page. I guess they're saying when he starts telling the tale, the tale he's reflecting on his time, but it places it in 1890, which is bullshit.
1: Yeah, he's definitely, like, yeah, he's retelling the events at a later time.
0: Yeah, but it, all the fucking Sherlock stories are like that, too. He's like, well, some shit happened last week, you know. And those, they still place in the time that they happened. Like, the body of the story happened, so that fucks with me. That's my continuity fucking quibbling coming out.
1: But anyway, it, it's it's Watson, and he's telling the story of this battle that they have with the, the Afghan fighters. hmm And he gets injured, and him and his medic friend end up separated from their regiment. They get slaughtered by these fucking, like, devil-possessed fighters. hmm They end up in this village. They're sympathetic to them, and they're trying to help them, and the village is being wiped out by a plague.
0: Correct. I'm going to let you know right now, though, I'm not going to be much help on this story because I really have purged it from my memory Oh, really? I did. I just did not like it.
1: But but things start getting kind of creepy because they they put Watson in the the sick house with all the plague victims, and then these weird plague doctor type... That's what I thought they were going to be when they first showed up and they first started to describe these tall beings in black robes and a mask. I thought it was gonna mm-hmm. be like a plague doctor, you know?
0: Like the motherfuckers who had the big horn yeah.
1: masks and shit. Yeah. yeah. But it turns out they had like some kind of weird fucking kabuki mask thing on where only their eyes were showing and uh they were they like started
0: crying they, like bitches.
1: Yeah, it looked like they were crying <laughs> and the 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 tears would drop onto the, the plague victims and then Within a, within a few hours they'd be dead, but it turns out they were actually weren't they just they they were they were trying to tell or they were saying that they were saying prayers for the dying or whatever and but really they were they were the ones causing this plague their tears were causing the plague somehow and they were taking their bodies off into this cave and reanimating them and making them into more of these plague doctor things.
0: Is that what happened?
1: Yeah, because Watson follows them and knocks one of their masks off, and their faces are all rotten and gelatinous. They're like the undead. Okay. And it's not tears; they're not crying tears. It's the the ooze from the sores <laughs> yeah. on their faces and shit coming oh, okay. up through that the eye too. holes.
0: Yeah, that works too.
1: Yeah, and so that's what's spreading the the disease through all these villages. Gotcha. So I don't know. I didn't think it was terrible. Uh, it, I, I, it was creepy to me the way. Uh, the way it played out and like the the environment that he was in was cool, like to I me. said
0: it it feels like an interesting like theme to explore or whatever it's just the way his prose was it was just boring to me.
1: I don't know it didn't seem to me like that it was long enough to be boring, you know it seemed like it was pretty short.
0: I don't know the fucking. 30 pages or so that it was, was like, by the time I got 15 in, I was like, all right, can we get to the fucking point?
1: Well, yeah, they, it did take a while to get to the, to get to where they were even, to where he was even injured, I think.
0: Well, I mean, there was cool imagery too. Like when the uh, enemy came at him mm-hmm. and him and this other dude fell into this oh, yeah, like yeah. ravine full of dead bodies full of and dead shit. Bodies. Yeah a body over themselves to hide Mm -hmm. and they could hear these fuckers coming through stabbing some of the bodies just to make sure they were dead. Mm -hmm. That was cool and all in concept, but it was just so fucking dreadfully boring.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I guess I, I was able to, the images in my head. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it seemed very vivid to me for some reason.
0: You were able to extrapolate
1: beyond the page a little, I guess so. Maybe I filled in some blanks and, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible. Yeah, like I said it just there's to me there's like cool concepts and ideas and imagery in it, but it's just like uh, poor execution.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: But <laughs> that's just me. Okay. Like I said last episode, I started reading this. I read like the first two pages and I was like, "Oh god." Oh, and it took me longer to read this story than it did the next one.
1: Oh, really? See, this one took yeah. me the long. Took me longer.
0: This which one did?
1: The second one. Did it really? Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, it is weird that our opinions diverge that much.
1: Yeah. Sometimes.
0: This book might be what ends us.
1: It could be. It could be the end of the show.
0: You son of a bitch.
1: <laughs>
0: um. Is that all that happened? Like I said, I really did. Pretty
1: much. Yeah, there I really wasn't that much that happened in that story. It was it was pretty, you know, it was pretty linear. Yeah. There wasn't a ton of mystery to it. It was like, well, it's obvious these fucking things are doing something to these people, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was, um, I don't know, it just it kind of creeped me out. I don't know. It seemed very moody.
0: Well, speaking of moody, that I do wonder if sometimes I'm harsher on shit because I'm in a bad
1: mood. <laughs> oh, maybe. I know I am sometimes.
0: When I read that, yeah, I wasn't in the greatest of moods. Yeah. And I can tell because I read a few pages and then I didn't read anything for like two days. And then read a few more pages and I was like, fucking come on,
1: dude. Yeah, and that's, that might be why I didn't care for the second one as much. I mean, I didn't, like, straight-up hate it, like, this is fucking bullshit, but at the same time, it was kind of like, eh, okay.
0: Interesting. So we were both on the rag when we read the...
1: Pretty much, yeah, sounds like it.
0: ...opposite stories, and ended up making us be like, fuck this guy!
1: Yep. Pretty soon our cycles will be all synced up.
0: Oh, after three years, you'd think they would be.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Only a few days off.
0: Yeah, uh, about a week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe in fucking five more years we'll be lined the fuck up.
1: Yeah. Be like a fucking sorority house up in here.
0: Oh my god <laughs> a Pillow Fight and Chocolate. Gross. Gross. Yeah. Anyway gross.
1: So Um <laughs> On to the art in the Blood.
0: Which I liked because there's a lot of connections to Sherlockedness
1: is it just me or is is his brother Mycroft a real cocksucker oh yeah he's kind of a bitch
0: he's a real fucking cunty bastard I think he always has been and he he likes to pretend that he's smarter than Sherlock and sometimes he is sometimes he's not but he's always got a real fucking like I guess I'll let the boy play attitude Um, and that Shows through in this story where a couple times he, uh, like his internal monologue, is like, Yeah, so he, he, you could tell he was letting Sherlock have his fun by explaining what Mycroft knew already.
1: Right, he already knew it, but he wanted to hear it out of, he wanted Sherlock to say it.
0: Yeah, in a way, it was kind of like the less fucking playful version of Wavy Black Dagger.
1: Mm, kinda, yeah. I guess so.
0: Where, like, Sherlock's telling her shit, and she's like, yeah, and here's the way you figured that out, and he's like, oh!
1: Yeah, except he never comes up, he never says, like, well, here's how you figured that out. Yeah. But it's... yeah. I
0: think, for with Mycroft, it's like, he knows how he figured it out. Yeah. Because I'm Mycroft Holmes, dear boy. Right. But, um... Yeah, like I like the uh, Diogenes Club and shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like the story is Holmes and this sailor dude show up at the Diogenes Club where Mycroft is. What is the Diogenes Club? Is that was that a real thing or is that just a thing in the stories?
0: He's not a sailor, dude. He's a seaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh yeah it's a real thing from the canon in that show elementary that's on cbs or was on cbs his brother mycroft was played by that fucker i can't remember his name but he was one of the brothers in little nicky and he was lizard in amazing spider-man um he for him it was like a uh, nightclub type of thing
1: well, that's what that's what it sounded like at first. Was it was like this was like a gentleman's club or something, or like mm-hmm. a country club type deal. Yeah. But then the more they were talking about it, it was like this is like the fucking a secret society or something. This is like the Illuminati or something. I
0: think it is a secret society. Okay. And I, if I remember right, I, I and mean, I think they got that's where they got it with Monk too, but. um... I think Mycroft's a bit of an agoraphobe. Oh, really? And I think that's why Monk's brother Ambrose is an agoraphobe. Oh. But Ambrose, it's like way the fuck worse. But um, yeah, Sherlock brings this semen to.
1: (laughs) This this salty semen with his. uh, (laughs) With this rock that's got a carved face in it.
0: To Mycroft, and he's like, "Hey, what the fuck you think of this? Because I went to this college or museum or whatever, and they were like, 'I don't fucking know.'"
1: Mm. The reason they're trying to figure it out is because this other seaman that this seaman was on a boat with.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of seamen. There's flying. a lot
1: of seamen in this story. <laughs> uh, he was on a boat with these other two seamen, and. <laughs> One of the seamen went crazy and cursed the captain, and then the captain just died, and there's, like, something to do with this rock, and they're trying to figure out what this fucking rock thing is. And
0: Your mama's on crack rock. Mm-hmm. Do you think all these seamen were ever on the poop deck?
1: I think they were all over the poop deck, chest, neck.
0: Whoa. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, yeah, and then there was this other... Semen who got off. it's never gonna get fucking not funny.
1: Oh, well, you never get that semen out of your mouth, huh? <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, who had kind of gone batshit?
1: <laughs> semen just rolls off your tongue, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's rolling off your tongue. Oh. That's me swallowing the semen. Uh, (laughs)
1: Jesus, dude.
0: (laughs) We haven't had a a Jesus, dude, yet in this uh, series of book clubs. This is
1: fucking book club, man. This is supposed to be classy shit.
0: Yeah, that's why we were talking about fucking Ventress's pasty cunt. Yeah. Anyway, and you were talking about fucking Daphne getting slammed by one of those brothers who didn't look anything alike. The point is, one of these seamen went ape shit, and this fucking dude who came to Sherlock threw Watson, which they keep talking about Watson bringing this dude to Sherlock, but they're like, and we don't want Watson involved, which I thought was a little weird.
1: Well, it's a little weird.
0: But um, this one dude goes ape shit, and they're like, oh, we better fucking keep away from him and shit, and this dude rides on the train with him. And then he goes back to him, and the dude's, like, even more crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. And his body's changing. His skin's changing. So he's starting to get, like, a rubbery skin like an octopus or something.
0: Yeah, it started as, like, a little stain, and now it's getting real fucking all over him. hmm The semen's getting it all over his chest.
1: And the semen's coagulating.
0: Yeah. Ew. It's starting <laughs> to turn, like, a dirty yellow color.
1: Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway. And that dude end up ends up fucking dying, doesn't he?
1: The crazy dude or the, the. No, the captain dies.
0: I thought the crazy seaman died too.
1: No, they locked him in a sanitarium.
0: Oh, okay. Apparently, and I then, don't fucking remember and then this then guy. The, the
1: original seaman that came with Sherlock with the uh-huh. rock. They went. I guess they, they got that stone with the face on it from some cave where they. Found a bunch of them. Was that I kind of missed that? But they went back there because they were they Mike Rycroft or Microwth wanted them to go back and get all of them, and so they can examine them and figure out what they are exactly. And then the the seaman that went ape shit, he wanted them to throw them all in the ocean, right?
0: The ocean, the ocean.
1: Because it all has to do with the the old ones and the elder gods or whatever the fuck or the others is what they called. They call them. So he wanted them to throw those rocks into the ocean so that nobody else gets cursed. And what it turns out to be is, like, those rocks somehow...
0: Go in your butt.
1: No. <laughs> no, the semen goes in your butt. Whoa! <laughs> no. Uh, the rocks, like, trigger something and, like, bring the... the the old the old ones out in your blood or the others or whatever yeah. so so some of these people are descended from these old cthulhuian type Achulu? Uh, yeah people and they the rocks actually like make kind of like um now that i'm thinking about it it's kind of like that shit in uh agents of shield i
0: was just going to say that yeah yeah uh, where it triggers humans. the
1: yeah where it triggers the uh fucking oh, what the God damn it. What the fuck are their names?
0: Inhumans?
1: Inhumans, yeah.
0: I just said that like five seconds well, ago.
1: Well you you're you cut out on my earpiece, Oh, so I gotcha. didn't hear
0: that. Gotcha.
1: But yeah, it's it's almost like that, that the that, that dust or whatever that they would breathe and then it would make them uh,
0: either turn into rocks or powerful. Right. Yeah.
1: Um so it, it actually like made them turn into these, uh... (laughs) Inhumans. Basically, yeah. Big octopus inhumans. So, the original Seaman, he's, like, transforming slowly through the story, and at the end he, like, goes and jumps in the ocean. Yeah. And they think he died, but it's so they can rejoin his people, I think.
0: If he's all octopus-faced, though, wouldn't wouldn't they assume that he can, you know, live under the waters?
1: I don't know. Sherlock said he hopes he died.
0: <laughs>
1: he hoped Sherlock's he died like, when he went in there.
0: Yeah, Sherlock's like, fuck that guy.
1: Yep. He was a cunt. But see, I guess that that was my problem partly with the story, was like the the semen that went ape shit. he's like trying to explain shit and like give them warnings and stuff, but none of the warnings made any fucking sense. Yeah. You know, it was, he was talking all crazy shit, and it was like, I know he's supposed to be crazy, but, you know, you could give a little better clues as to what's going on.
0: Yeah. I mean, my problem with this and it might not sound like a problem, but I think you mentioned this in an earlier story in this book. It just kind of leaves things a bit too open-ended and it's like, they're going to follow up on this, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, it was weird that like Sherlock was like, oh, I'm not going to get this disease. Am I? Cause they still think it's a disease and it's not a disease at all. It's, it's yeah. their DNA is being, Activated. Altered. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck. And Mycroft's even like, no, I think you're probably all right, because we're from a different breed. Yeah. And so the these rocks aren't going to...
0: And that was another thing. Mycroft was trying to get a bunch of these rocks so he could send them off to be tested through some of the fucking scientists and shit that he's got through the club.
1: Right. And that's why I'm like, this is like a secret society of some kind. Like a... Yeah, it is. Like a fucking Mason's like a Freemasons-type uh-huh. situation.
0: So, all in all, it was kind of a slow week, wasn't it?
1: Kind of. You know, I was a little disappointed in both stories, but I guess I liked the um, the simplicity of the first one a little bit more than you did.
0: Yeah. That or at all. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Is there much more to say then?
1: I mean, it doesn't feel like there's that much more to say.
0: It doesn't. We should have done three this week. Yeah. Oh, well, we didn't. So, um, you want to get into scores then?
1: Can we get a rundown of the scores we've had so far?
0: Um, Study and Emerald got a six from you, a two from me. Tiger Tiger got a 7.75 from you and a 6.5 from me. Case of the Wavy Black Dagger got a 9 from you and a 10 from me and a case of Royal Blood got 8.25 from you and 7.75 from me huh. Huh,
1: huh, huh.
0: and see I'm grading this now with the knowledge of what we've read already Yeah. and I already said I think last episode that I think I started a little too low and now this, I'm yeah. trying to course correct a little bit yeah. So, yeah.
1: I don't know. I would give the first one maybe a 7. Really? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, cuz like I said it it was okay. I didn't I didn't hate it.
0: Well, I gave it a 2.
1: Okay, that's what I figured.
0: Yeah, because now with the experience of the previous four stories As much as I disliked Studying Emerald and I thought it was a little too clever, I think it deserves a little bit higher than a two. And I thought Weeping Masks was worse, (laughs) if you can fucking believe it. But I didn't want to give it a one because...
1: Who knows what's left in this book.
0: uh, Yeah, but also it just wasn't bad, it was just boring. So if it was bad and boring, it would have got a one or a zero. Gotcha. So you said seven, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow, all of your scores are higher than mine, except one.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'm probably shooting way too high on these, but...
0: Yeah. I look fucking, like, bipolar or something, because I'm like, two, six, ten, seven, fucking (laughs) two, seven again. Anyway.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, I mean, I just haven't hit one yet that I was just like, oh, this is fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah. I feel you. Hmm. You know, thinking about it, I think we read a study in Emerald about exactly a month ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just about. So that might explain. My wow, I really do have a period, huh?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Cause last episode I was like, Isn't everything cool?
1: Mhm. Is your face breaking out?
0: You calling me ugly? No. You calling me ugly? You son of a bitch. Anyway, <laughs> um, art in the blood. Where do you land on that?
1: Um, I give that one like a seven point two five.
0: Seriously? Yeah. So you're going a little bit higher on that one?
1: Yeah.
0: Huh? You gave it the exact score that I did.
1: Did you? Did I? Yes, you did. did. We? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you want to land on one there, fucko? <laughs> yeah, that's the first time we've ever lined up like that. Wow, we are in Oh my god.
1: God damn. Told you it happened soon.
0: Yeah, it's sooner than you thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um... So let's see, next time we're gonna be reading Curious Case of Miss Violet Stone. I almost looked like I wrote Violet Stone.
1: By Poppy Poppy Z Bright. Okay. Easy. Poppy, huh? <laughs>
0: um, and then Adventure of the Antiquarians? Nice. Did I read that right? You did. Oh wow, and I was not fucking confident at all. Huh? Bye. Uh you don't have the page open, do you?
1: No. Uh
0: you fucking forgot David Ferguson on Violet No, I didn't. Stone. I, I
1: wasn't I wasn't intended to necessarily read the author's names. I just that name caught my eye.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And I'm like, "Poppy, what?"
0: Uh but yeah, Adventure of the Antiquarian's niece by Barbara Hambly. Yeah, it seems like we didn't talk much, but it happens sometimes, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, it does. So it's kind of a dud of a week.
0: Wow, I wouldn't call it a dud of a week, but whatever. Okay. Racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we'll do thank yous then, huh? Yep. Our thank yous, as per usual, go to at the J Sarge for opening music, at Sherry Archinoff for our logo, at TESD Groupie for helping us do that intro, and at GGAMK30 for this book that we're reading for this book club.
1: Yep, thank you all.
0: That's thank yous. Time for our shit. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Find everything we do at NerdBlitz.com. Get yourself some merch by going to Redbubble.com/people/NerdBlitzPod/slash. And then get yourself some extra audio if you would enjoy such a thing. There's over 17 hours, I think, of content over at tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com, including our, at this point of recording, newest album, uh, In the Vault, which is an H.P. Lovecraft story. Get it? Wink, wink. For as little as one American dollar, you can own that. Um, I'm at the Scooby-Doom. You are? At Fitzman73. And on both the Twitter and the Instamagram, we are at NerdBlitzPod. There you go. That's this week in books, gang.
1: <laughs> the week in books.
0: <laughs> That's this week in books from 15 years ago.
1: Is this book really that old?
0: I... I think it's actually 16 years old.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah. On the cutting edge of fucking stories we are.
1: Yes, we are. Anywho. Everything old is new again.
0: If only that was true. Yeah. I guess until next time. Bookmark it. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.